Welcome to Young About Pate. I'm Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Are you doing that because you're wearing Pit Viper glasses? That's right. Joel came in wearing, like, uh, I can only describe them as, like, extreme sport athlete sunglasses. Tactical. They look tactical. Those are, like, the Oakley M-frames, like, the wraparound one that, like, these are the bikers wear. These are the extra wides. Okay. Well, you look terrifying in them. I I am terrifying. If you want eyewear that scares your opponents and lets them know that you're more powerful than them in every respect. The tagline for Pit Viper is uh, demand respect and authority. Of course you bought these. Demand. Actually, no, I got them as a gift for my birthday. It was my birthday recently. Oh yeah! Happy uh, birthday! Thank you very happy much. Birthday to you. It, it passed about a week ago. Um, yeah, uh, one of my buddies got them for me. So, well, they look great. They look great. Yeah. And Pit Viper, if you want to sponsor the program, I feel like that dovetails with our brand, commanding respect and authority. Yeah, dude. I'm, I I feel like we're pretty much Wait, on that put same on. page. Put them on. Put them on right now. I mean, uh, you can't you can't see it, but folks, oh my let God. me tell you, there's nothing like commanding. It says Pit Viper in huge letters on the front. Oh, yeah, huge-ish. Yeah. Huge J. Also, when you're working the meat slicer, those are like, they're safety goggles. Safety they're first. basically like safety. I'm basically wearing safety They're tactical. Right now. Yeah. Um, we are brought to you in partnership with the Off the Menu Club app. OTM. Oh, you visit the sponsor. Great LA food app. For only $20 a month, you get a different free food item every day from a Los Angeles area eatery. And with the code PATE, you can get $10 off your first month. Pretty good deal. Uh, you'd be stupid not to Pretty do it. Pretty great deal. If you're out there and you haven't done it, you're dumb. Uh, yeah. Get that app, offthemenuco.com. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like if you live in L.A. and you love food, kind of a no-brainer. I would say so. I mean, unless you're like just you have zero time to go anywhere. Right. Unless you're like making your own you ham put, and you, cheese sandwiches. You got to put in the work for this app. You have, and you have to tip. No, there's none of this no tipping shit. Yeah, I know. But like, let's be real, guys. It's like three dollars. You're like, it's like three dollars you spend. Yeah. Yeah. If that. You tip, you get a drink, and you enjoy it. Del- and maybe you make a newfound friend from like one of the people that work there. Perhaps you're sitting next to another, another off-the-menu person, <laughs> and you strike up conversation, and sparks just fly. I like how you. I like how you're making just promises about how people's lives. He's like, Li- you're going to meet the love of your life. You're going to meet the love of your life. Your life will change. Guaranteed. In one way or another. Guaranteed. That is a guarantee because life is not always the same. Uh, yeah, so get out there. Uh, you might get into a car accident on your way to one of these places. Who knows? Your life is going to change. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, it's good to see you. I've, we've both been, been out while. of town. Let me, just, just, let me just take it in. Let me just, oh, wow. let me just look at you. Let He's me actually touching you. me, guys. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a while. Your yeah, beer, you were your out. beard is fuller. A beard's, beard's I saw full. you were chopping wood out. I was out in the, the woods, guys. Uh, you are chopping wood out in, the, in, in, in a glorious meadow. When you're in a wood chopping scenario, you want the strongest beard that I think, you can muster. I think I can still smell the campfire on you. Well, I really was in an ideal situation. I was out with the family in Utah and Colorado. Uh, we were up in the mountains doing a little uh, camping. And, uh, you know, when I get the chance to cook over a, a big campfire, I go full Malman. There's, yeah. no, there's no other way that you can approach it. I mean, I don't know. Full Malman would be like That's true. stringing I up didn't like have a, a scarf. Whole- uh, like a string up like an entire goat right. on like a st- on like a steak, almost like Jesus and crucifixion yeah, exactly. over an open fire. I have five cooking. goats. Yeah. I have piles of vegetables in but the. But it, it was it was very 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 like just 
I'm wearing several scarves. I'm drinking a Jeroboam of wine to myself. I mean, I figure, I think you probably did that anyway. Well, Maybe the, a Magnum. The, the reason that I, I can't go full Malman is because Malman has a team of handsome Argentine bandanaed men who just do all the work for him. And he just He's like, cut down several trees. And he, I will sit here in my scarves and look cool. His musings with Francis. Right. The warrior poet. Musings with Malman. Uh, shout out to, shout out to Frank. Shout out to Francis. Yeah, we know him. We can call him that. I've met him once. I've met him once. He was a really nice guy. Yeah, I, I have not. Uh, come on the show. Francis, open invitation. <laughs> I, anytime, dude. We will work around your schedule. Uh, it was really ideal, though. I mean, I don't get to cook over just an outdoor fire Which as much as I would like. And it really is the best. Me and my older brother cooked a uh, full dinner for around 12 people only on the fire. Um, That's the one way to do it. It was the fucking best. Uh, I mean, you're just, you know, the smoke's getting in your eyes. You're out there amongst nature, communing uh, with the natural splendor. And it just just tastes the best. I mean, when you do it... Around the same time, I was in Joshua Tree. Yes, you were in Joshua Tree. And we had... This the place that we rented had like a fire pit and a pl- and like something to cook over it. Also had a Weber charcoal grill Ooh. and Weber char- and a fire pit. Yeah, That's all you so, need. So I did I did burgers on the Weber and then I did spatchcock chicken Ooh. and like veggies and stuff on the open fire with Damn. just some some just del- some lovely wood. Uh, it was great. Yeah, I have zero complaints. That's summer. I mean, if you're not doing that, what the fuck are you doing? Then hit Pappy and Harriet's. More, oh. more mesquite cooking, dude. Probably the best rib I've I've had. In Pappy quite some and time. Harriet's. If you haven't been, Pappy and Harriet's is like this Fucking kind jam. of roadhouse out in Pioneer Town. Pioneer everyone, Town. Everyone is just high kicking it's each other. The best. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, don't start any trouble there. No, you don't want to start trouble there. It is kind of like roadhouse though, because it's it's out incredible in the middle of the desert. It's in Pioneer Town, which is just north of Joshua Tree. Pioneer Town was started in the 40s by like Roy Rogers and Gene Autry as like a movie set, and then it became like a real a city. town. Yeah. yeah, it became like a, it was like a place to film westerns, and then it became like a little town. But Pappy and Harris has been there from like since the 60s. Yeah, it's like a bar and a music venue, and they have this whole back section. You can actually stay there. They have a motel. By, by the way, the full name is Pappy and Harry. It's Pioneer Town Palace. You're goddamn right. So, it's fucking amazing yeah. just by that. But it's like, you go back, and like there's big open areas, and you feel like you're on the set of a Western. It's so at time. And then you see these guys cooking like Santa Maria-style barbecue, like over an open, open flame with these grills that you can't even... Ah, Those are like my dream grills. Everything is cooked over mesquite wood outside. Yes. And they use like grass-fed beef. Like a place like that you might expect like, oh, steak, it's like solid. But like all their food is on point. We had had a lot. But uh, the ribs, the baby back ribs. The ribs are fantastic. Magnifique. Uh, The ribeye was amazing. I killed an entire like 18-ounce ribeye on my own. It was amazing. I don't feel like 18 ounces is too much for a per- one no, person. No, no, no. It's 18 ounces with a salad, with right. potatoes, with mac and cheese, with chili. But I'm saying that's like a good meal. Like sometimes people, like they like, oh, 12 ounces. That's so much. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah, but I also took, down, I took down a half rack of ribs too. Okay. Like, and I also before that ate at Counter Reformation. And that place was a fucking Is that gem. in Palm Springs? Yeah, that was in Palm Springs. Okay, I've never Counter Reformation is, is a fucking gem. I forget the name of the hotel it's at. But it's like a really great wine bar. It's it was 
place built for Carl. Okay. Hess. I'm not a big Palm. I'm more of a Joshua Tree guy than no, a Palm so, Springs so am, guy. No, so am I. But this is something that, like, I, if you're in Palm Springs, you should go to if you appreciate low intervention wine, if you appreciate, like, good little bites. Slice and prosciutto, pancone tomato, hey. some uh, some uh, maitake mushrooms. Now we're talking baby. Che- cheese plates. Just everything this is, how, with how, bites how, and tasteful. Mm, mm, mm. Black ash carpaccio. Damn. Oysters on the half shell. How have I never heard of this place? Because Sounds you ideal. are a fucking layman. That's why. <laughs> the only place I know in Palm Springs that's good is the Dead or Alive bar because they have natural wine. But now I know. Counter Reformation. Counter Reformation. It's cool. It's like stylized like a. Like an old timey, or like an like a, like a 1700s like chapel. You know, there's like confession booths in there. It's very small. It's all counter seating. Father, very, I have very... sinned. I drank conventional wine with over 70 additives. Yeah. My son, please drink the skin contact. Basically, a lot of lot of Georgian wines, Ooh. Armenian wines. Yes. Uh, uh, had a delicious saparavi. It was great. Fuck. Yeah. See, I'm always like, when I'm going to the desert, I just want to go to Joshua Tree and go to Papi and Harriet's, eat a steak. You know, drink a couple fucking beers and kick back. Another great place in Joshua Tree, Crossroads Cafe. That if you're place. Going for fucking breakfast. I told you about that place. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Ah! No, you didn't. Uh, Crossroads Cafe for breakfast. It's great. Absolutely a delicious also, breakfast place. Also, right down the street from there, Joshua Tree Saloon, also kind of a little gem. That, yeah, it's like it's like Pappy and Harriet's light. Right, <laughs> but the food's solid. And there's a pizza place out there called Pie for the People across the street from Crossroads. Good slice. Desert life, man. I really love it out there. Yeah, no, it's great. So many, uh, so many Stater Brothers. It's like the official market of, of Joshua. Yeah, Tree. why is that? I don't know. Also, when you're coming back from the desert, you can stop at... The regional California fast food chain called Baker's, Baker's which yes. I've only ever seen it's in, in like, between LA and the desert. It's a, it, yeah, it's like a desert thing. It's like they have in like Victorville and stuff too. It's like a it's like an Antelope Valley okay. Inland Empire kind of. thing. And their whole thing is like we have burgers, but, but we tacos. also have Mexican. Yeah, food. we also have Mexican. It's food. pretty good. It's like Green Burrito Carl's Jr. But like Sonic, right. like Sonic kind of like level. But food. it's class. It's more classic. I feel like it's like an old school. You get that classic burger, classic taco. Yeah, it ha- the color scheme is great. It's orange and blue, like it's orange blue with white trim. It's it's lovely. It's like a, it's like White Castle almost looking. Yeah, was it too hot? You were out like in the dead of summer. Like how hot was it? It was a hundred where we were. That's a lot. Um, we were in a, like a nice little. Lull, I guess as long nice as you're breeze. constantly drinking well chilled wine. Oh, we we brought we brought twelve bottles of delicious wine. You gotta come with a case. Oh yeah, we got we we and we crushed all of those and then we bought about three or four more, um, more bottles of wine from well, uh, from it, a liquor store. It's funny. My older brother lives in Salt Lake City and like Pennsylvania where I grew up in the state of Utah, all wine and alcohol is sold through a state store. You can buy beer at a supermarket. But it's usually near beer, like 3.2. But all wine and spirits are sold through the state. Yeah. So they run these state stores. And, you know, for a long time, there was just like, there's no natural wine in here. But now, for the first time on this trip, there was a natural wine section in the state store. And it had a little plaque. And it was like, what's the deal with these natural wines? And it had like a little explainer. Was, it, was there like Jerry Seinfeld's face next to it? <laughs> what's the deal with sulfites? Natural wine? All wine should be natural. <laughs> It's all natural. It's from the ground. It's, it's just grapes, people. Grapes. <laughs> no, it was great because it was like. Giddy up. The, yeah. <laughs> Are there sulfites? Oh, there's sulfites, Jerry. <laughs> Get up and ride. Is there, does this have skin contact? Oh, there's contact, Jerry. There's a lot of contact. <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I have been like waiting for a good selection in these state stores forever. And finally, they have one rack 
Uh, they had some good selections. There was everything uh, off that row. Habit Wines was there. We had uh, Folk Machine from okay. Santa Rosa had some ones in there. there also, go. they had the La Boutanche, oh, nice. which is for twenty. It's like twenty bucks for a liter for that uh, that French the Syrah Grenache blend. Yeah. You can't beat that. Just you can't be 20 bucks for a liter, You gotta friend. get on that clang shit, though, They bro. don't have the clang. You need the to clang, get that clang. Clang gang has not foot, reached. The foot clang. <laughs> that's, what that's what their fans are called. Clang gang has not reached uh, Salt Lake City or Utah in general, sadly. But I, I'll tell you, I was up in Fresno and went to a Whole Foods. They had mine clang in the Whole Foods. That's great. I haven't seen that in L.A. Are they selling Mind Clang and Whole Foods in L.A.? Probably. When's right. the last time you went to a Whole Foods? I don't really go to Whole Foods yeah, exactly. in L.A. There's not one near I me. I think the last time I went to a Whole Foods was like 2008. I do not go to Whole Foods. You know, when I'm with my family, we go there a lot for like the salad bar because my parents eat really healthy. We'll like go stock yeah. up on like cold brew and, you know, eat vegetables right. and like get something to grill. Well, yeah, we'll go there to get stuff to grill. Right. But in my daily life here... There's one downtown, super inconvenient. There's one, you know, over in West Hollywood. I'm not going to go there. I, you know, I like a Whole Foods. I used to go to the one in Venice all the time before at the place we worked together, and I would get the sushi. Oh, yeah. I love the Whole Foods the sushi. The Whole Foods, okay. It's that good is, sushi. The Whole Foods sushi is not bad. I'm not, and also, the, the, they wrap it in brown rice, too, if you want. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm healthy. Brown and rice. it's pretty it's fucking It's pretty good. good. Yeah. You know, I was young. I, I, I didn't know a ton about if you like, sushi. If you like tuna that doesn't taste exactly like tuna, that just tastes like they put sriracha in it <laughs> and some soy sauce. It looks sauce. like tuna. It tastes like tuna, but, but brother, it, it ain't tuna. tuna. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I mean, I like, I like the hot bar. I like the salad bar. They got good meats. But yeah, now that like natural wine is uh, infiltrating, um, you know... Whole Foods and even the Utah State Store system. Uh, I'm a happy man. Yeah, I mean, drink, drinking good wine is is, uh, is is zest of life. That's man. that's back to the Mormon dream. I was out there in a it's meadow. Just, it's all. It's just all about. It's all. All right. About so me. so here's here's something I tried that I've been uh, I've done it before, but not to this scale. So we were cooking outside. We have these beautiful coals. I got lamb. I got these lamb steaks, which yeah. I usually don't cook. Uh, we got beautiful ribeyes, New York strip, got some chicken for the parents. And then we decide that we're going to do the Eisenhower method. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this. I have not. Named after former president Dwight David Ike Eisenhower. Ike, Ike. So Eisenhower was a big steak guy, and his method for cooking steak was to put it directly on the coals. On the coals. Oh, yeah, that's caveman steaks. Caveman steaks. Yeah. Was, also known as the Eisenhower method. Isn't that? That's it's, what I've heard. Because I feel like cavemen predate Eisenhower. That's true. That's true. Also, I feel like Trump would do that, too. Like, he's like just Dude, throw, throw it on there and just leave it for about nine hours. Well, Trump likes his steaks well done because his brain, his brain is rotted. <laughs> Eisenhower loved him bloody in the middle. He's kind of like my kind of dude. So, basically, it seems counterintuitive. You get a nice flat bed of coals right and you lay the steak directly on it. right on and people i i'll tell this to people who've never heard of it and they're horrified they're like you're gonna ruin the steak it's gonna get dirty it's gonna no. get dusty they're gonna get ash on it no none of that happens no. it actually gives you an amazing sear, sear. yes because that you can't beat that coal bed heat no it's that that is the hottest part the, of it. literally the hottest way you could sear a steak yeah so we did we seared two of the we cooked one conventional over coals, you know, right. on a grate. Like, we were all coal cooking. But then two of them and the big lamb guys, I seared right on the coals. It worked so fucking well. Yeah. It was like, my dad was like, I've never, what, what is this? I've never seen you putting it right on the coals. I was like, don't worry. 
Back in my day, you were basically around that time, Dad. Uh, it's basically around the Eisenhower. Shout out to uh, former President Ike Eisenhower because that shit works really well. Let's get, get busy. busy and get busy. We did. Yes. I mean, there's there's something about that coal heat sear that you just can't match on. Because uh, we did some gas grill grilling as well on that trip, and you know, it's gas good. grill's fine. It's no, fine. It's good. I think it works for certain things. Not better, but like I think there are certain like n- like nostalgic principles attached to like cooking over either charcoal or pro or propane. also I like lighting shit on fire. I like just having a fire. It, it the inner pyro appreciates. Oh my that. god, yeah. I was such a pyro as a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. I Who wasn't? To light, I wanted to light everything. Not on like fire. a bad. Not like no, not, burning shit down. But no, like, not like oh man, someone has to collect insurance money. Kind of pyro. <laughs> More like dude, like it. Well, I wonder. Who doesn't how like this, fire? I wonder how this looks like if it's on fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to beat. I. You know, gas grill, it's way more convenient. I was using a gas grill last night. Actually, here's a move that I did last night. I took salmon, I had some salmon fillets. One I just did salt and pepper, and I, I zested a little citrus on there. Mm-hmm. The other one, I did everything bagel seasoning. Okay. You know how they have that now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically it's poppy seeds, white sesame seeds, and just those chunks of browned garlic. Mm-hmm. Through that, I just smothered the the salmon in that and cooked it. It was amazing. Yeah. This that, is my, so, that sounds like it works. This is my new shit. Everything yeah. bagel salmon. Everything bagel salmon. It's like lox without the bagel. There you go. Also, you can probably grill a bagel. Now I'm just like, I'll grill fucking everything. You're, I'll grill, grill bagel. Everything. You'll grill anything. I grilled some peaches. Yeah, grilled peaches F- are great. Fantastic. Grilled peaches are great. Though. Great. I mean, yeah. They're cool. caramelizing. Yeah. I I love grilled peaches. I'm, I'm not fan. a huge fruit guy, but in the in the peak of summer, I would say that. Perfect summer peaches might be one of the best. Top three fruit. Uh, summer peach, peaches are great. Um, a good summer tomato. I mean, that's yeah, a vegetable, but yeah. it's a fruit. I don't no, know. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. Love a fucking good summer tomato. Berries, you know. I'm always about... Yeah. I'm always, I could always fuck with some, some berries. Okay. Mulberries, you know. Yeah. Very, very, very That's crazy. like a sleeper pick. Dude, the dark horse of the berry world? No, mulberries? They're just, they're just, they're like, they're those small guys, small bunches. They, no, they, they look like, not like foxtails, but, uh. That was a very yeah. chefly pick by you. I like lingon. Mulberries. Lingonberries are Lingonberries are great. I don't think I, I don't know. What do they look I like? I prefer my lingonberries in a pie. <laughs> I only know lingonberries from lingonberry mustard, which or is jam. a Swedish thing. And the lingonberry jam. Um, so we were out on this ranch in Colorado. My Did you bro- rent the ranch? No, it's my brother's wife's family's ranch. Oh, and, uh, how convenient. If your brother's going to marry into a ranching family, I highly recommend it. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, but yeah, one of the ladies at another ranch made this jalapeno jam. Oh, that sounds great. It was so good. There's a, it's a, I think it's a, fuck, what is it called? It's like a southern thing. It's basically like a like a hot jelly, hot pepper jelly, jelly. Pepper jelly yeah. yeah, pepper jelly on a biscuit. Fuck. Why does the South have so much shit that has never broken through into the mainstream? I don't know, man. I, I you know I'm seeing pimento cheese more, and I feel like pimento, pimento cheese, cheese is, is ready to like really, go nationwide. Really have a moment. Pimento cheese should not be re. Pimento cheese is just like it's just what peppers and cheese. Like yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, it's just. It's like paprika cheese. Why they have it at Cookbook? Shout out to Cookbook. Best markets around. Yeah, uh, dude, from what I hear, big news for Cookbook Market: the Cookbook in Highland Park is gonna start serving wine. Oh yeah? Or selling wine? Maybe oh, not okay. serving wine. 
Yeah, there might but, that might be there might. But be that's a little huge. Difference. I mean, I go to the Echo Park one because I live close to it. But if I lived in Highland Park, this would be game changing because yeah. you know they're gonna have good wine. I I would it would be hard pressed to think that their wine would be shitty. It's just a selection of Roberto Every, Mondavi. Everything's and, perfect, and then they're just skimping on the wine. Yeah, they're just like yeah. It's two bucks. I don't know. It's Josh. This guy Josh said it was good. Josh, I don't know. This guy. It says it was Josh good. Sellers. I imagine <laughs> that it came from somewhere. I want to. Uh, we should. Uh, we should start a boutique wine label. Uh, I mean, they already have Hess, so <laughs> there's already Hess wine. It kind of sucks because like Hess wine is like it's pretty big. Oh, it's yeah. not that good. I mean, like, what if Hess was like an awesome wine brand, and I was like, I can stand behind this. Wear pit vipers and call it. Hess. <laughs> you're doing Boom. so much. You're doing so much free advertising for pit vipers. Dude, right I, I, I'm, I'm. I listen. I love Ray Bans, but pit vipers very much serve a specifically a summer purpose, a spring and summer purpose. You're ready to windsurf. If you have to windsurf at any at the drop of the hat, you can go. I, I am ready to do any extreme sport poorly. <laughs> That's, that is what I am prepared to do right now. You look like you could be a retired BMX rider who's just like, I bought a place out in Joshua Tree. I left the BMX world behind. But, uh, I have, I have, or wait, I, motocross. I have 10 knee replacement surgeries. <laughs> these are artificial hip. I got, these aren't even my knees. My, my replacement knees are replacements. Yeah. Um, damn, yeah. That's, uh, that's some free advertising, Pit yeah. Viper. Get at us. Get at it. Speaking of advertising, Moose Bush next week well, sold yeah, out. Yeah, here's the thing. I was going to plug our show. We should plug it anyway. August 6th. Try to get in. I dare you. We're doing another Moose Bush show at the gorgeous and beautiful Melody in Virgil Village. Sadly, the sleeper hit of fucking LA. Sadly, uh, tickets are already sold out. We have Pat Oswalt doing comedy. We got Tim Hollingsworth doing some food. We got sandwiches from the best little sandwich shop in the town, Eastretto. Oh, ooh, and are we doing Papa's? You better believe it. But do we have another sandwich that's not on our menu ooh. that we're going to be putting out that night? Absolutely. Oh my God. Exclusive sandwich exclusive, content. Exclusive sandwich for one night only uh, at Melody. Well, sadly, I think tickets are already sold out. But if you want to get in on future shows, follow Amuse Bouche LA on Instagram. You can also follow us at YapPod. You can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller. Always. To keep up, we're going to be doing a lot more Amuse Bouche stuff in the coming months. But yeah, this, this show is going to be great. Um, Melody has like five Perones now. I really respect Melody's pursuit of Perone awareness. So this is what we're doing. Double Perone action. Oh my God. Two hands, double that's, Dude, that's dangerous. That's advanced technique. I think we can, dude, make a cuvee in your mouth, a white <laughs> and a red, make a cuvee rosé. Cuvee de bouche. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That'd be fucking tight. This is advanced. Folks, don't try this at home. This is no, advanced we are, we are professionals. We are experts. We are experts at this. I'm not even an expert. The other day, the other time I was doing the Perone, I filled it too much and it oh, poured no. out the top. No, Because I was, no, I was no. going for a really nice no, inversion. No, no, no. Well, That's also, bad. I had the small one. So, you know, it's limited uh, how much liquid you can put in. I am a big fan of the Poronitas. The Poronitas. They're, they are tiny. They hold about two ounces. They're very hard to drink. I can, I can They're do a, harder to drink yeah, than I the regular Yeah, I could do a peron. double Poronitas I think start. we could do a double, like, per, you could definitely do a double Peron, but the Perones can't, they need to be maybe, like, hold 10 ounces. I think the one I have is a good size for double because a couple of the ones I have at Melody the are, The one like that you have huge. that, yeah, you bought that me. I got you, you good because I'm friend. a good friend. Well, the thing is, 
I missed your birthday because I was out of town. Wow. So oh. I owe you a birthday. I totally forgot. You owe, you owe me a birthday. When it's was fine. your birthday? July 19th. I totally I'm missed 30, it. I'm now as old as you, you we're old bastard. We're two old bearded you, bastards. You, you, <laughs> uh, we're, we're on the way down. I did cut my sure, hair. Sure, we had a good run. I did cut my hair, though. I cut like four inches off. It's, it's looking good. I got to get so a cut. So short. I'm, I'm hairy. God. Yeah, my wife hates my short hair now. You, you, she really likes Harry Joel. Oh, my God. Well, you you look manly. You the look longer, strong. The better. You're yeah. like Samson. I really am. Well, it looks good. I I maintain my power. Though. We're just two bearded mid thirties men trying to make it in this We're crazy just trying world. Trying to make it in this workaday world. <laughs> in the go go two thousand late two thousands. Uh, staying in shape by lifting Perones and you know you know doing our part to spread the awareness of Perones. I still think there might be a sizable part of the population that don't know. Well, it's, it is definitely our duty to spread that kind of awareness. That's what a Moose Boosh is all about. It's a comedy show. It's a food party. But it's most a wine party. It's a Perona awareness most party. Most importantly, it's spreading Perona awareness to the masses. Imagine you're living your life, you know, you're stuck in a rut, and then suddenly some bearded guy tells you about the magic of a Perona. Your life changes. Or imagine traveling to Spain Food and like all these people better. are doing Perones and you go, what's that? And everybody laughs at you. And you feel like a fucking idiot. And you feel like a fool, a fool. Vacation ruined. And you're like, I wish there had been some sort of hilarious food podcast that had told me about this. I wasn't unprepared. It's like going to Germany and not knowing what a Stein is. Come yeah. on, get on it. Get on it, people. Uh, it, it is funny, though, that... Since the last show, we did another Moose Boo show at Melody in May. And since then, he's bought like five Perones. So. Well, it's, 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 the awareness is spreading. The awareness is spreading. You tell two friends, and they dad tell two friends, and they dad tell two friends. And then you're going to see Perones at fucking Chili's. The, you the, can drink your Josh out of a Perone. Here's the one thing that I was thinking when I was out in the woods cooking over that fire. I was like, I wish I had a Perone right now. We need to make the mobile camping Perone. The problem the is... Collapsible Perone. So there needs to be two things. The, the Perone, if you don't know, it has a very long glass tapered pour spout so you can pour from a distance into your face. That's why it's so fun. The problem is it's so delicately blown, the glass, that it can break very easily. So you need a custom metal, foam, metal like Yeti-style case. Metal Perone. Ooh. It can be metal. Metal Perone. Yeah. You just solved it. I did. I Have you ever it. seen those? Those. Uh, that, this actually is right now solving the crisis in the middle Middle East. Take that, Kushner. I did it. <laughs> we're we're coming up with solutions. Jared, you're fucking up. We're here to help. I, but have you ever seen those camping glasses that are they're like cocktail glasses, but they're metal? Yeah. So they don't break. Yeah. That's you just the, do that for the Perone. It's the same thing. And then you just have it, and you you have like a like a you put it, you're able to put it into like a styrofoam like little case or whatever. Mm. And it's like travelable. You don't have to have a big one either. It's it, it's something that could fit easily we in your stop overhead. Talking about this and just make it and sell it. And make I think we could. Dollars. I think we could easily make it. Perone. I I feel like Tapas went through a hot period, maybe in like the '90s. Then Tapas became uncool again. But now I feel like Spanish food and Tapas coming back around as being very cool. People are getting into drinking vermouth on the rocks. People are getting into tin seafood. Tin seafood's taking off in a big nationwide way. Joel's eating salmon. Joel's eating salmon. salmon. It's the end times, people. Earthquakes are happening. Dogs are marrying other dogs. I just saw four horses riding by. <laughs> there, nobody was on fire. But Nick Cage right. was on one of them. <laughs> right, exactly. So Nick one Cage of them was on fire. Better be one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, you, dude, you, it's just going to be four Nick Cages. <laughs> <laughs> you see four Nick Cages coming down your street, and you're like, ah, oh, goddamn it. Yeah. That's the apocalypse. 
At least I'm entertained. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, speaking of entertained, uh, let's bring on our guest because he's one of the most entertaining guys I know. You see that effortless segue? Effortless. God, I'm so good. <laughs> God, do you even deserve me? Does the world. <laughs> All right, let's get him in here. Our guest today is Sandy Danto. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Comedian, podcaster, new father, food enthusiast. He's wearing a Juista hat right now, folks. Look at that. Coming in hot with the Juista hat. I feel like a deli hat is like, it's like a statement of your loyalty in LA. I see a lot of Uncle Paulie's. I I I actually haven't seen this style Juista hat where the script is the same color as that. Very tight. Thank you. Where, how do you get a juice that? Just available they for purpose? They have a store next to the restaurant. I, I did not know that. Selling, they're just selling accessories now. You know, I... It's, a, it's, it's less of a restaurant, more of a lifestyle. I feel like I would go to Juista over Jelena like five times out of five. Uh, it just depends what it is it's for. I just love smoked fish. Four times out of five. You're, you're a Jew. Yeah. I know that smoked fish is close to your heart. Very close to my. I feel like it's actually connected to the right, parts exactly, of my heart. Exactly, it's large par- portions Although of my is, aorta are actually is, it, airy. is smoked fish bad for you? I mean, fish I on its own. I think if you're one eating, of the best foods you can eat. I think if you're eating a lot of smoked stuff all the time, it's bad it's for probably you. Probably yeah. not great, but I think if you're eating a lot of fish, it counteracts it. Because at Costco, and now that I'm a dad, I'm a big Costco Uh-oh. enthusiast. Costco, As they sell does. tubs. They sell drums of smoked whitefish. What? Yeah, and I'll just buy it and eat it by the spoonful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. sounds. What's awful. the brand? Is it Kirkland Signature? No, no, no. It's it's a legit <laughs> kosher brand. I okay. used to go. I used to have a kosher butcher. Shmuley's original. Yeah. Do you do you fuck with kosher meat at all? Um, no. I it's mean, it's expensive and unnecessary. It, it, it is but expensive and like I don't know. We it's more just about. Joel's a Jew, but he's it. lapsed. I'm I'm lapsed too. You're both but you're both terrible Jews. My wife grew up kosher. Oh wow! And in order to win over her parents, I used to do. I still do Shabbat every week. I'd love for you with guys her to parents. Come. Oh wow! No no no. Here. Oh, I would. But we love do to it go. independently. Oh, I had that. one of your guests, Evan Fox. Over. Shout out to oh, Evan. Yeah. Yeasty Boys. Yeasty Boys in the building. I want to call him Evan J Fox, just you know, for <laughs> laughs, for, for fun. Bagel Lord, LA's preeminent Bagel Lord. But I used to go. I had a, the hookup at this kosher um, butchers. Shout out to Western Glass. Shout oh, the Western fuck Gla- out to Western right Glass. Right on Pico and San Vicente. Yes, I used to at live on night, Crenshaw. At night, a taco truck, Tacos Tamix, holds up shop there. Ooh. Better than Tacos Leo's. Ooh. Really? That's yes. Good to hear. know. Yes. That's what I hear. Good to know. I love that. So area. I had a friend that worked there that hooked me up. And I, I, dude, I was making kosher short ribs every week. It's kosher just chickens. means that like a rabbi was like there. A rabbi blessed the way they murdered right. the animals. He's like, yeah, yeah, that looks pretty good there. It's actually, I've, the politics of it's fucked up. It's really just a lot of pay-to-play bullshit. Yeah, it's Because like a it. lot of animals are butchered kosher style, but they didn't pay the rabbi, so right. it's like... You gotta circumcise the cow first, yeah, otherwise we don't even want any part of it. There's a lot of bullshit uh, bureaucracy involved with Could you, kosher. Is, is it more expensive? Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Could you taste any difference? Probably not. When you get like the grass-fed, high-end, organic right. kosher stuff, but that's just because yeah. it's better I think, meat. I think you say, you think it does. Like if you're not talking about right. grass-fed, it's like oh, the it's kosher. Like of oh, Yahweh yeah. is with you as you eat it. But if you ever like, go to a kosher restaurant, it's just more expensive and bad. What What was that? Someone opened a kosher place that closed. It was really good. I what forget what that? it's called. It was a deli. It was on. Beverly, yeah, it was right like across neo, from the Grove. It was like a neo-kosher deli. It was, it was super kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super and it kosher, and it closed, but it was excellent. 
You would think a place like that would do well over there. With I the went there Jewish all population. the time. Yeah. I took my in-laws there and they loved it. Mm. But it was really good. Yeah, you'd think so. But it was like a little too... Sn- I feel like the, the real religious people, they don't care about... They're not foodies. They right. want their brisket, right. they want their they smoked want, fish, right. and they want their challah, and that's yeah. about it. Because caring too oh, much yeah. about food is like, oh, that's too I extravagant. Want, I just yeah. want the challah. Challah. Just give me challah. I Can would, I tell you? Yes. Trader Joe's has the best challah. Damn, we got Costco, right. we got... Trader wow. Joe's has good wow. challah. Costco's challah is garbage. <laughs> I've gone to I've gone to nice bakeries and their challah is garbage. Deli- compared deli- to really, del- delicious Trader bakery Joe's. in the valley has the best challah. Really, 100%. where in the valley? It's uh, it's on Reseda and Nordoff. Joe's okay. from the valley. Yes, where in the valley? He's a valley Jew. Up? I grew up in uh, Porter Ranch. Okay. Yeah, I was. I had a really. Oh, you're lucky life. you didn't <laughs> live there recently because the gas leak. That was His that was like did. that was like five years ago. Yeah. Oh, my, really? pa- my parents Time were like, no, because everyone's like, oh, we're leaving, and then my parents are like, no, your parents we're got just the big not government going payoff. outside. Take that money, oh, sh- invest it in Holland. Yeah. Wait, so Trader Joe's Hall is good? It's like cake, man. It's like a little bit undercooked the way Hall is supposed to be. You mean a little doughy? You when, really, when, yeah. you're, when you're a boy, did you just go straight for the middle and rip out the middle and oh, yeah. not eat any of the outside? Yeah, of and course. then you realize the outside is just as good as the inside. Yeah. yeah. I went to... The my best. first My first experience with Hall was my cousin it, it converted to Judaism, and uh, he had a Jewish wedding. I was like 15, and you know, they bring the Hall out at the wedding, and I was like... What is this? What there's, is this? There's braided, wedding bread? What's going on? Bread? And then I took a bite and it was like life changing. I was like, this is the best bread I've ever had. What, what I can't get on board with is the is the raisin on like round challah for uh, Rosh Hashanah. Should, raisin should not Raisins, be bread raisin, any circumstance. should be mutually exclusive from any baked good as far as I'm yeah. Even like a cinnamon raisin. But it's, it, but it's it, like a thing. It's like a fucking like Rosh Hashanah thing. Cinnamon or raisin, raisin, challah. raisin Not challah. in my house. Not in my house. Not, not in anyone's house roof. I go not to. Not under my roof. Gr- growing up, our dessert though was like chocolate chip challah. That was like that dessert. Sounds that sounds good. legit. It yeah, was, it was great when I was like eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would want. I don't want. Now. I don't want. What about like a babka? Ooh. Oh, babka's great. What's the difference between challah and babka? Challah is like egg bread. Challah is as, as, as egg super bread. egg bread. That's it's why like it's so super good because it's fucking eggs. I'm not necessarily qualified to speak to <laughs> the babka. Like I don't I'm know the process. Qualified. I'll say this: I cook a lot. I'm not a baker. I'm a terrible baker. I'm not. Oh, a, no, I'm an awful baker because it's so precise cooking. You can just. You can willy kind of, nilly. Oh, you can wing experiment. It. Yeah, he's gonna wing it. Well, let's say Joe and I come over for a nice Shabbat dinner. Uh, what would you be cooking? What's on the menu? My go-to's are I, I make one or two whole roasted chicken. There you go, crispy of course. skin. Chicken's always on Boom. the menu. Do you spatchcock? What's that mean? You it's take you, out the backbone. You cut it down the middle and press it down, so it cooks. No, you don't cut it down the middle. No, you cut out. The you cut bone. out the spine, but you, you press it. Spine and then you crack. It's you like butterflying the entire. Open, bird. open. So it oh. so it looks like it's like. Wait, you don't know about spatchcock? No, no, I've never spatchcock. He's here to learn, folks. I'm definitely gonna try it, but I've perfected my method. Okay. I, I uh, marinate in buttermilk mm. and and salt. That's key for 24 hours Damn. at least. Okay, and then I just stuff it and take out the innards. What do you put in there? What do you put in there? In the uh, just lemon, lime, classic orange, yeah, yeah. you know, citrus, citrus, maybe some herbs, yeah, garlic, some, if you're some, feeling thyme, some fresh thyme or rosemary, yeah, yeah, yeah. buttermilk, garlic, always garlic, cloves. a whole, oh, my, a whole my, 
baseline is garlic and onions. Oh, yeah. I mean, garlic that should be shallots. Every, if yeah. you ever want to That's impress somebody baseline. when yeah. they walk into your house and like you just saute garlic and onions together and the smell permeates everything and they're like, oh, it smells so good in there. And you're like, oh, wow, yeah, it course. does, doesn't yeah, it? Great you never need a scented candle or incense uh, oh, no. if you ah. just have garlic and onions. If you have garlic and onions That cooking. smell is way better. Than oh, any or, or, or mirepoix, just mirepoix cooking. Oh, God. Forget about it. That's What's why that? carrots, onions, and celery. Oh, yeah. The Holy yeah. Trinity. The Holy Trinity. That's why when people are like, oh, garlic breath, it's like, yeah, garlic breath is good. I don't I've want never understood people I don't who want like, mint. I don't want someone to smell like mint. I want them to smell like garlic, goddammit. I like that, but uh, I don't want it to be on my- Garlic and onion breath yeah. are the best breath. That's sexy. That's yeah. why that's why when you go to like a place like Mini Kebab and you get that garlic sauce. It's the greatest sauce ever. It goes on anything. All right, so I did a little research, and apparently that is based on this condiment called tomb. Yeah. And it's literally just... Yeah, I think it's Lebanese. It's Lebanese. It's literally just garlic that's whipped with With, oil and lemon juice. Oil, lemon juice. It's the best condiment. A little little I found a brand, actually, in Salt Lake City. I was just there. Uh, I think they're uh, like Lebanese, and they make it in Salt Lake City. It was... So good. We, Salt Lake City has some great food. Yes, it does. It, it started. Salt Lake City's on the up. Best we, kept secret. We made some of that for the dinner Tomb? I'm cooking tonight. Yeah, kind of. But we put in a little bit of potato in it too. Oh, yeah. to thicken well, to give it a little but bit is more this body. Like scor- yeah. Scordalia. Type? Ooh, yeah, it's okay. like yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thicken it up. Busting out the scordalia. No bread, but you know. Well, I'm thickening up, it up. Yeah, I like that. Potato. It's very, very, very. Potatoes tasty. would be another thing that I would make because mm-hmm. I've, I've you mastered how to make them. Crispy on the outside, whole potatoes, whole little the little potatoes. Okay. Yeah, new crispy potatoes. on the outside, kiwi potatoes. Yeah. Okay, crispy on the outside, but soft on the inside. They're the best. That's what we all want. You know, we potatoes all we all love crispy. a normal potato. All but I want like, is a little potato texture. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Little potatoes are better because it's more surface area for crispiness. Big potato, you're like, it's like a brick of starch. Yes. Yeah. No. And even if you cook it perfectly, there's a lot of just starchiness in there. If I take a big potato, I cut it up in like chips. That's smart. And crisp them up. That's fucking smart. Here's, I was talking uh, earlier about cooking over the fire. Here's what I did. I took a sweet potato, cut it in half, stuffed it with butter and cheese, put the halves back together, and then foiled the whole thing, put it right in the coals. Amazing. I mean, it came out so fucking well. All you got to do is put shit in coals. And like, people are like, you're so good at cooking. I'm like, it's just the coals, baby. That's the wood that makes it good. I'm but a humble servant. (laughs) And then you have some activated charcoal when you're done. Right, exactly. You You brush your teeth with it. Yeah. Chew a little make garlic. A, make a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> make a face mask. Yeah. Do are, blackface. Are we going to drink uh, uh, Manischewitz yeah, wine? Yeah. Problematic. We've gone yeah, problematic. We've gone problematic. <laughs> back, back to shower dinner. Uh, we're drinking Manischewitz wine? What are we drinking? No, no. No, no, but no one actually drinks Manischewitz. What is the deal with Manischewitz? It's the worst wine on it's, the planet. It's very it's, sweet. Disgusting. It's okay. it's it's beyond disgusting. It's amazing that you can even get drunk off of it. I'm pretty What's sure the tradition it's more it, you feel poisoned than drunk. You know what I mean? The tradition is that it's a it, kosher wine company. And no, it's just a kosher company. Manischewitz makes everything. Right? They, yeah, they'll, they, make your, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll make your matzo. They'll make your gefilte fish. Not only that, they make everything. They're the Kirkland signature <laughs> of the Jewish yeah. world, man. They probably have pants you floating around. You want to make will make it. They make a good pan. Yeah. They make a good pan. <laughs> they're the re- pants they're with, very reasonable. With, with, with the um the little white strings that come right, out of exactly. the way. You don't even know what those are called. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I'm pretty, they're I'm called, pretty, I'm pretty they're sure, called Tzitzi. I'm pretty sure J-Date is owned by Manischewitz. Right, exactly. you know? yeah. That's Just a want good you to settle you down know, and man, You know what nice. else they own? Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That is amazing. Mad to, Dog stand, MD stands for shit. Mogan David. That's amazing. I used to drink that shit It's their all the like time. runoff of Manischewitz. That's real? Yeah. Damn. 
We figured, why not expand the market? Yeah, exactly. We figured we cornered the market on gross wines. Why do we? Why, why should Jews only drink gross wine? Let the Gentiles let, let have the, some. Let the Goyim have a little gross wine. We get it out there. It tastes like fruit. They love it. That's so funny. They cornered the gross wine market. Yeah, they did. Business acumen. Well, I, but no, I think like Josh has a fucking stranglehold on it. You mean <laughs> Josh Sellers? Josh Sellers. We were making for fun when of you Josh hate, wine earlier. It's like, it's like you bring Josh when you hate the people's dinner party <laughs> right, you're going to. Right. When you know that it's like, ah, oh, Terry's having a dinner party, he always makes the worst foods. Right. You and show him with an, And he's in blackface every oh, time God, I see him. He's doing the charcoal on his face. We hate this guy. Stop doing that bit. It's we, not we, funny. Nobody likes it. He's like, I'm just reenacting Soul Man. Hey, I'm, just, I'm C. Thomas Howell. Howell Jolson. <laughs> It's uh, if if you roll up with Yellowtail or Josh, that's like a fuck you to the dinner party. I would never do that to your thank you to your Shabbat dinner. I'd party. honestly rather you just bring box wine than either of those. I will bring, but now there's good box wine. I'll have bring you, natural box really? wine. Have you seen that Cheese It and this other company? Yeah, it's a Cheese heard, It yeah. box wine combination. Somebody sent me that. I think it's funny, but it's also like. Do you actually want Cheez-Its and bad wine? Or do you just like the novelty of a box that has Cheez-Its and wine? Is that sustainable? As no, a it's not. Company? It's not sustainable. It's a, they're sustainable Cheez-Its. I like the idea of like that meeting. They're like, look, both our sales are down. Nobody wants Cheez-Its anymore. Nobody wants crappy box wine. I propose a partnership. <laughs> they like pull a fucking blanket off an easel. and It's just a picture of the double box. They're like, we're listening. Where's the expansion, though? What is it like goldfish and fermented apple juice like what's 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 uh what's two products that you would like to purchase together in a single box two products yeah uh, a beverage a beverage and a snack what, what's the what's want, the elevate let's honestly, elevate that holla, okay. holla and ketum grape juice oh, together wow. very juice yeah. yes i just want those two things in one i would like a a nice natural box wine but attached to the top of the box it basically forms a table you pull off the foil it's a meat and cheese platter it's like Kramer's coffee table book. It becomes a little table, and then you pull off the top, meat and cheese plate on your table. Boom, done. That'll sell, that'll sell a million units at Costco. Get me Kirkland's signature on the fucking phone. You thought you had a hit with cheese and some box wine? So I can sit down for this. Dude, so if you're a Costco guy, when I was, being, I, I love bagels, obviously. Who doesn't? And hot dogs. Yeah, Because they're amazing. So do you remember bagel dogs? That you would get. Yeah. It's hard. It's is this a Kirkland like, signature It's like, no, it's not. No. It was something that they really sold in Costco. It was like Hebrew National it, or but, some but, and other it, And it was sort just of... covered in this like soft bagel. Yeah. And it was so fucking delicious. And I so cannot good that find you could, them anywhere. So good that you can microwave them and they're no, you, still no, good. You might, that, that was the preferred way of well, eating yeah. them. Are we talking about a bagel that has slices of hot dog? No, no, no. It's a no, whole no. hot dog. It's basically a corn dog, if you will. The hot not dog fried. is enveloped in the in, bagel. In the, ba- in the bagel. So when you look through the hole of the bagel looking down, you see no, hot no, dog. No, 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 It's basically like a pig in a Jewish blanket. Yeah, you, it looks like a so dildo. there's no hole. It, it looks like a dildo. Yeah. Yeah. It so looks, it's, it's not a bagel. It ha- but they had poppy seeds on them, too. They had, like, some poppy seeds on them. Yeah, they also made good. mini bagel dogs, too, which were like pigs in a blanket. Yeah. But the entirety of the hot dog was covered. In in a bagel yeah. in a bagel. See that sounds fucking good. It was in like a better thick, than a chewy dog. bagel. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, and the outside, it was just chewy on the outside. Yeah. And the dog had like snap and there was so something much salt. about there was something about the hot dog cooking inside the bagel in the microwave that oh they sort were microwaveable of, yeah oh, that, that sort like, of like kept the 
hot dog from getting shitty. You yeah. know, whenever you cook something right. in the microwave, I will say it gets the shitty. integrity of the of the separated the yeah. of the separated chicken and pork parts really tasted great. What <laughs> what keeps a moisture in better than a bagel? It's a great blank. It was and it was so good. Little little ketchup, little mustard, mix mm-hmm. them together, make an orange sauce. They discontinued that. I haven't seen them in years. Fuck. I haven't seen them in years. If you can get me some, tell me, point me in the well, right direction. I n- want one. Nutrition in the 80s was a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things were wild. Yeah. If you told people in the 80s that anyone would be doing diets like Whole30, they would, they they would, would laugh at you. You might as well tell them that extraterrestrials right. are real no, and they're walking in the among 80s, us. In the 80s, like, it, like when, my, when we would go to uh, like McDonald's, my mom would get a filet of fish because it was healthy. Right, fish. Yeah, that, right. that was yeah, that was that was nutrition back right. then. Right, it's fish. It's healthy. I, rem- I remember watching Sesame Street, and they talked about all the food groups you should eat, like that would give you optimal like right. Power. nutrition. And pepperoni pizza was one of them right. because it had everything from the exactly. pyramid. It's yeah. got meat. It's <laughs> got cheese. It's got meat. It's got cheese. It's bread. It's, it's little. It's, it's tomato everything. sauce. There's yeah. vegetables. Yeah. And you're like, mmm. That was like when they, they classified pizza as a vegetable in that school lunch thing. And it was like, we all wish pizza was a vegetable. But, you know, let's face facts. I remember going to Costco with my mom all the time. And just like really abusing the free sample system. Oh yeah, like I do, to the I point where it was like, "Ma'am, please get your son. He's going for number five. That's the best. We, part. We're cutting him at four. Yeah. That's the best part of taking a baby to Costco. I go at least once a week. You're the cool young dad. You're like, let me let me get a let me get but another I'm like, one. Well, I, can I have another one for my daughter? Kid, yeah. Honestly, I'll that feed. kid doesn't have teeth. <laughs> yeah, she's, she'll she'll she's, lip, she's she'll licking it. Up. She's licking it. She'll gum it up. I'll just feed, her lunch will. Consist of just samples. <laughs> what are the top That's samples? Great. I haven't been to Costco in yeah, years. So I went yesterday, and they had. It was great. Ritz crackers with brie and roast beef slices. Oh my god! I want that. What they've like upped their game since I've been. There. It's weird. Some days you go to Costco and there's no samples, and it's super disappointing. But it's yesterday it was an exceptional day. Damn. So it was that. It was there was like fresh mozzarella with um, turkey slices. And, it's like uh, keto, like a little keto yeah. snack. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, like on a organic chick- chicken breast nuggets. Everything's oh on a toothpick. God. Yeah, everything's um, on a toothpick. Crepes with. Uh, Greg's taking a picture of us right now. <laughs> crepes, crepes with chocolate in the middle, like little rolled crepes that come in a big box. Wow. There was a lentil and bean, like a madras lentils. What? That sounds and, delicious. And I was eating it, and my daughter grabbed a spoon and started just like spooning in there and getting it all over. She's got a great palate. It. So I had to buy them. I, and they're so good. I made them with dinner last night. God, fuck. Do you fuck with the Costco food? Like, the pizza is amazing. Yes, It's I unbelievable. It's Personal re- signature brand? I don't fucking it's care. It's basically like a giant gooey, gooey chewy dough. Yeah. With like a ton Too of much cheese, cheese, but cooked perfect. It's like perfectly browned on top. Yeah, no, it's, it's unbelievable. It's so decadent, wait, wait, wait. but it's really. They're talking about the and pe- their soft serve is fucking unbelievable. You're talking about the pizza you get there. The pizza yeah. that you buy, it's, it's like, like fifty food, cents a slice. Yeah, it's like at their food court. You can get dogs. You can get pizza. Uh, I think you can. You get can get burgers. an acai bowl. It's garbage, but I still get it. <laughs> wow, I, they've really changed. Yeah, what they sell acai? There's like, like a table. chicken roll. You know, oh like, the chicken roll. It's pretty good. That's right. That's oh no. It's a, I think they call it a chicken bake. Yes, I think it's called the call. chicken. That is like bake. a mid, some Midwest. You can get like a brisket sandwich or pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, burger. they have pulled pork yeah. sandwich. Dude, I have there. been out of the Costco game for way too long. This sounds ridiculous. I will always get a slice of pizza and a and a soft serve if I go to Costco. But it's been a while since I've been to Costco. I'm not. I'm not part of the club. Let me ask you something. Since you're a chef, have you ever been to the Costco in North Hollywood? 
Mm. It's a different. It's a different experience altogether. They still have the outside concession stand, but you go in there. It's a Costco completely devoted to the food service industry. Everything oh, in yeah? there. It, you know, there's none of the bullshit like clothing or books. Oh yeah, and all that. It's just like you can buy industrial so kitchen. It's like, it's like they're chafing trying, dishes. No, you so they're trying. They're dish? trying to compete with like Restaurant Depot in that yeah, place. Yeah, but that you can buy an entire pig. Yeah. What? You can buy an entire pig. I get duck there. You can get what? duck I, for cheap. Twelve dollars. Costco member. Whole, what whole the fuck duck, am I doing Whole over duck here? for twelve bucks. What? Yeah, it's amazing, and that goes a long way because you cook the duck, you render the fat, you oh, keep yeah. the drippings, you use that for weeks. Damn, it's amazing. That's I didn't know. What? How much? How much does a Costco membership cost? Sixty dollars. It's nothing. One time fee for a year. Okay. Sixty a year. Twelve dollar duck. Hey. Hey, it's amazing. Why not? You can. They have bigger ones that go up to like twenty, but you know, you could buy a whole pig there. A whole. How much pig. is how much is a pig? It's by the pound. Uh, it's not. I, I I tried to do the math, and I was like, this is not a bad idea. I if love I, the, if I, I had somewhere to store this or cook it. Right. It's in, it's hanging in a freezer. Yeah, so get it for the in laws. Right They'll yeah, exactly. love it. <laughs> the lo- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I roasted you a whole pig. Enjoy it with some manischewitz. I went to dinner at Sandy's house. What did he cook? Costco pig. <laughs> Costco hog, Costco pig, and a bunch of shrimp. Yeah, they butcher a good hog down there at Costco. They probably, you, you could get, I'm sure, a, sh- a shrimp cocktail platter for 10 for one. Sacrilegious. <laughs> that would be great. A fucking uh, a Shabbat dinner. Jumbo. Just shrimp ring and Costco hog. And a bunch of cheeseburgers. The frozen seafood is, is like a good deal there, but their fresh seafood is not a great deal. Not a great deal? Nah. Really? It's disappointing. Not well priced? It's... About the same as anywhere. I I've yet to find like a good seafood market here. There's an a, there's a good one with like an Asian seafood market. You gotta go downtown. In, in Van Nuys. You gotta go downtown. The Galleria. Like industrial one. The, the Galleria it's, it's or no, Ranch, Ninety Nine Ranch. It's it's something along the lines of a Ninety Nine Ranch. I, yeah. It's near the Costco in Van Nuys. Okay. Gotta go to like Fisherman's Outlet downtown. See if I'm gonna if I'm really see. Just, I thought that's a restaurant. No, Mits, Mitsua, you can eat there, but Mitsua or Galleria. Like Mitsua, Korea, I've Korea, been to. Yeah, Korean yeah. or uh, or, I, or what, uh, the uh, Japanese. There's markets. some in those Korean malls, but oh, yeah. I'm always dubious of the quality of. of Actually, the stuff. that place, Dude, they have great shit. That place I was telling you about, it's Hawaii Market out in I guess Montebello or Rosemead. Mm-hmm. They have so much live seafood and also like. Armadillo, snapping turtle, pheasant. There's actually venison brisket out Sounds there. Right. I was like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go back there and get a venison. I might need to take brisket. a trip with let's you. Go, there. Let's do a trip. On Christmas, I went to one in like Alhambra or somewhere yeah, I think in, that, in I SGV, think and I got myself a six pound lobster for my birthday. I think this is in Alhambra. Okay. Yeah, because it was near Shanxi Garden when we went out to eat. But yeah, it's like they have huge tanks. They got live crawfish. They got fresh fish on ice. They got eels. They got fucking everything in there. Yeah, I got a lobster out there for like eight ninety nine a pound. That's something I rarely eat at home. Yeah, it's it's not something you really. That's something that I don't do at home. Ever you, actually? Crave. You know what happened really? last time? Never. Not oh, a lobster guy. Top ten guest, Dave or Stone. Crab. Uh, gave me some lobster that he had. He couldn't use it because he was leaving town. What? How do you not have like cooked meat or like he just had some lobsters? He had live lobsters. So he drops them off in my house. It's five live lobsters. And I had just read this article about how. Wait, I'm, I'm just confused. What were the circumstances <laughs> that he had five live lobsters laying around? Just like, laying you want to know? He yeah. has a podcast and listeners send him food. Folks, which I highly encourage, DM me and I'll send you my address if you want to send me food. Dave has that podcast with Kyle. Okay. And someone sent him five live lobsters, a listener. He's like, I can't use these. I'm leaving town. I don't, I, you know, take them. I was like, of course I want these. Five live lobsters on my doorstep. 
I just read this article about how you can experiment if you throw lobsters in boiling water, which is the traditional way to cook them Mm. and kill them, it's actually very painful for them. Everyone's like, oh, they don't feel anything. It's like, yes, they do. You're throwing them into boiling water. They feel something. You can hear them screaming. So I read. That's not screaming. That's air. I read this thing about how the humane way to kill them is to do a knife strike through their head, through through their their back, and split them. So I was like, I'll do that. I'm I'm a humane guy. I want to do a quick kill. So I get the first lobster off on the counter. Big boy. Go for the knife strike. It does not work. The guy, it's struggling. It's like, it's wrenching itself violently. I'm like stabbing it. I'm like, God, no. I'm like stabbing in the head like pieces of the shell. I love you, but die. I'm like, so finally, like, I, each one was like a struggle. By the last one, you finally figured I got the out the surgical technique. strike, but it was a struggle. Just me like murdering. Makes you, want, makes you just want to throw them in the fucking pot. I know, but apparently that's like, you're throwing a live creature into boiling water. Great. They're ugly. You're ugly. That's fine. Throw me in boiling water. I dare anyone to throw me in boiling water. Uh, no, you're not ugly. I lied to you. Just go to Wee Spa. I'm ruggedly handsome. Oh my god, that that hot bath is yeah. insanely yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, look, maybe that's go the, for a Schwitz. Enjoy that, yeah, that's the way to kill a lobster humanely. You give them a nice hot tub, and then you slowly raise the temperature, and they pass out. Next thing you know, we were eating them. Yeah, the the knife method was. Maybe my knife skills just aren't up to par, but it was a struggle. It was I mean, it's a live bloody. animal that knows you're about to kill it. Exactly. It's not you. It was bloody murder. In oh, Pinchy. Poor Pinchy. <laughs> he never had a chance. When you went and got that lobster, did you do just in the water technique? Yeah. Fuck. What else? I mean, if Jew- I had Jewish five people lobsters, are heartless, that's why. <laughs> well, I just didn't know. you. I guess it's what somebody told themselves to delude themselves into being like oh it, it doesn't it's the same them. thing with fish people are like oh fish don't feel anything it's like yes they do they have a nervous system every, how would they every, not feel every something? living thing that's like has eyes feels something you know what's kind of weird i love oysters but when you open an oyster and check and eat it you're basically eating a live animal yeah and it's, i mean they die technically yeah. when you open them and but it's like so good it's so good <laughs> the best who was the first person to be like those that's, rocks look that's delicious. what i'm we, I, my wife was with because a she does hero. not like oysters a hero I, and i ha, i crush a does by myself crush and she, a does. And she, oh, yeah. and, she does. and she just go, and she's like who in their right mind was like what if i opened that and then just ate it straight out of there yeah you can say that about anything no. though mm, whatever might be in that rock looks who is amazing. like what if we let look this at that fresh milk yeah. rot for a month and then we sliced it and ate it it smells terrible but i bet it'll taste good fucking hero can i pitch you guys an idea yeah your podcast if you ever do a live podcast we have we have a podcast okay i think you should have an oyster eating contest See, here's the thing. Okay, I don't want to spend that much this. money on the people. No, all right? Exactly. No, between the two of you or your <laughs> Here, guests. Or here's whatever. the thing. Well, and between the two of us, he's going to win. We've talked about this. So I've, I've been at places where there's been contests or like if you eat this or, many, or it's no, free. A worthy adversary. The problem is, I could eat so many, but it would end up with me eating too many and then hating oysters for the rest of my life. It could ruin oysters. I don't think there's such a thing. I mean, no, I can eat there is I ever been such a thing. I can eat five dozen bay. oysters. Yes, I've been to Hog Island Oyster Company. I think it depends on the type of oyster too. It well, really I does. would want an oyster that I like, but then you eat too much and then you're like like if they're all Kumamoto's, the small, like really fresh. I mean, I mean you could eat, eat I could eat double. five dozen oysters. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I could you too. double you do double I want to? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yes. I don't. I think I want to I'd stop at like one and a half. One for me is like the perfect amount. A full, a full twelve. I've eaten three dozen on my own. Obviously, over the not like in a row. My like most over the course is, of my a few most hours. is thirty. 
Yeah, and it's at, like at, I felt great at the oyster farm. Yeah, at Tamo- at Hog Island. Tamales Bay. Yeah. Shout out to Hog Island. Just the a best. Hell of an operation. Well, what we all have to do. We'll go to dinner at your place. We'll get drunk on Mad Dog 2020, and then we'll go eat some oysters for dessert. Sounds amazing. Uh, how many do you think you can eat? Give me Total? a ballpark. It, what, what's P- the amount of time? the limit. I could definitely do in an three. hour. I could in an hour. Yeah. I could do at least two dozen in an hour. All right, I can do three dozen in an hour. Yeah, I could push. Easy. I could see myself. Easy. You know doing what? That. I can do thirty-seven. I don't want to. <laughs> I reluctant. I think the reluctant I, champion. I honestly think I could do three dozen. I just never have done that before uh i've had almost three dozen when i was at the oyster farm i definitely ate more over four dozen but that was over the course of like five or six hours yeah all day. that's that's too yeah much. Uh, that's too much joel has to go to a lucrative private chef gig I just gotta the glamorous life Venice, of a chef you know um, where do you where do you cook uh, i have a sandwich shop i have a sandwich and wine place in uh downtown we'll go Instagram. we'll, go, we'll yeah. go get a sandwich yeah, yeah go we're doing a dinner this weekend it's our ode to carbone so we're making we're doing like Ooh. uh uh Garganelli and vodka oh. sauce. Oh. We're doing a crushed caprese. Ooh. Doing a snapper crudo, meatballs. Folks, if you're in the LA area, yeah. chicken parm. We're doing chicken parm out of the shop. You Get got down there. You got my mouth I'll pussy be down there. so wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking salivating. Yeah. Uh, let's plug some shit. Uh, you can you can follow Sandy on it. great Instagram follow by the way. Thank One you. of the most fun. Thank you. You're just at Sandy Danto. Yeah. And uh, you have a podcast about uh, being a father. Yeah, called MFers. MFers. I like that. Very funny. Um, that's at MFers podcast. Yeah, you got it. Um, performing most nights at the comedy store in Hollywood, California. I wish it was most nights, but it's like one or two, yeah, three, three a week. I'm, I'm in the cut. Yeah. Follow Sandy. He's always doing fun shit. Um, well, I can't wait to, uh, break a hollow loaf with you. Yeah. Same. Oh, and I will bring you a hollow. I'll bring the delicious bakery. Okay. I will bring one. If I'll, you tell honestly, me where you're at, I'm, I will go out to the Valley to do all right, this. Let's do this. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to have you guys. I mean, just, you know, see if. As a chef and a, and a like a kind of sewer, food a kind of aficionado, sewer. see what you guys think. I any, cook a lot. Any meal that someone else makes for you in their home is the best meal. I do Damn a lot right. of stuff. they're terrible. It doesn't no. <laughs> it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what it is. It doesn't that is, matter. That is hospitality. It's made with love, and I was raised to believe you go over, you appreciate it's, it. I'm a good. I'm fun. good. I wouldn't invite people over. <laughs> I wouldn't go I, over. I wouldn't invite people over if I if I cook garbage food that got bad feedback. You're just like, honey, hide the Boston Market containers, man. I, I, this tastes suspiciously like Boston Market. No, old Danto oh, original yeah, no, recipe. No, this is an old family recipe. Well, Sandy, it's been a goddamn pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Follow it's Sandy. been an honor to be here. Uh, you can follow the podcast at YapPod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Y-A-P-P-O-D. You can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller. Yep. Moose Bouche is August 6th. It is sold out. But follow Moose Bouche LA for more updates about future shows. Show up with pitchforks and riot outside. We'd love that. Just kick down the goddamn door. Lastly, come check out Watch Me Chill, August 13th, Hollywood Improv. Lab. Boom. Look at that. Yeah, Pro plug. Go see him. Folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Go eat something fucking delicious. What?